What's up, beautiful people? I know it has been a very, very long time, um, but I am back with another episode of Real Shit with Chris, and this is your host, Chris. And because I have kept you waiting so long, I'm just going to jump right into the next episode and the next topic, which is insecurities. I can't speak for anybody else other than myself, but this past month has been a doozy emotionally and mentally for me. Um, I feel like I've been on an emotional <laughs> roller coaster. I've been dealing with a lot of self-doubt, a lot of insecurities. And today, during my walk, on my lunch break, I was in my own head. And I kind of went down my rabbit hole of thinking. And I started asking myself, like, what is going on with you? Why are we chipping away at our own positive self-image? Where are all these insecurities coming from? And it was almost as if I had answered myself instantly. And I said, you weren't born with these insecurities, which is a fact. There's not a single person in this world who is born insecure. Insecurities are built up over time through different experiences, different encounters. And then I had to be honest with myself. And I said, your first issue is that you struggle to admit you have insecurities to begin with. And there are two reasons that I feel like I struggle with and probably other people struggle with admitting that I have insecurities. One of which is that people oftentimes make you feel insecure about having insecurities, which sucks. They make you feel ostracized. They make you feel like you're alone and having insecurities, um, they equate you having insecurities to you hating yourself, to you not loving yourself at all, um, which is not true. But the second reason as to why I sometimes struggle to admit I have insecurities is that it can be misconstrued and oftentimes is misinterpreted as, oh, you still care about that person or that situation when In fact, that's not the case. A lot of the times we'll be insecure about something or we'll be carrying insecurities from a relationship, a friendship, something from our past, even though that person or that bond has been dead to us for a long time. But we still hold on to that negative feeling that it left us with. And so part of what my new goal for myself that I'm setting for myself is that when I am feeling insecure about a situation, about someone's behavior or lack of behavior, I have to sit And remove myself from it and ask myself, is it the actual situation that's causing me to be upset? Like, am I justified in being upset about this particular situation? Or is this triggering an old experience that I am now carrying into this unrelated incident? So I actually have examples of this that I have already dealt with 
and that I think I have gotten worlds better with um, and that I feel like are easy to relate to because I see people post about stuff like this all the time. So one example is this idea that if somebody doesn't text you back in 2.5 seconds, they don't care. You're not a priority. Uh, they're irrelevant to you. They're cheating on you. <laughs> like that whole idea. And I would be lying if I said that I wasn't one of those people at one point who felt like immediate responses were directly related to how much I mattered. The thing is, though, this doesn't apply to all situations across the board. And this is why I said differentiating between the actual behavior and whether or not it's triggering something else. Because if my best friend doesn't text me back in two days, I don't take it personally. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't feel like I'm being neglected. I don't feel like my best friend doesn't care about me. If my mom doesn't text me back in three hours... I don't think my mom doesn't love me anymore. I don't think my mom doesn't care about me anymore. I don't have those negative feelings attached to it. The only time that non-immediate responses made me feel less than is when I was dating someone. It was only in romantic situations. And the reason for that is because I had been with multiple partners before who used the lack of attention or lack of affection as a means to punish me for anything, any small offense, anything that maybe ticked them off meant that I was getting a cold shoulder, I was getting ignored, um, <laughs> I wasn't getting a text back, I won't hear from you for a couple of days. Like, it was used as a way to chip away at my emotional and mental um, health. I It even got so far as to, like, I had someone I dated who she said, don't text me, I'm about to be with so-and-so. And so-and-so was somebody who, at it came out that she was cheating on me with, and... At the time, there was suspicion of that, and she knew that, but she used that as a way to hurt me. The intention behind why she wasn't contacting me or why she was ignoring me was to hurt my feelings. It was to make me feel less than. It was to make me feel unimportant. And so when I got into a relationship with somebody else and they didn't respond within hours, I immediately jumped to those moments that made me feel insecure when it had happened before. Lo and behold, in this situation, definitely not even the same situation, definitely not the same circumstance, but it triggered that in me. It caused me to jump to conclusions. It caused me to start thinking irrationally, to connect dots that didn't need to be connected. And the entire time this person took a nap. <laughs> like... Looking back on it now, sounds silly, but in that moment, it was a real fear. It brought upon real anxiety. It put me back in a place of feeling those same emotions. 
And so that's what I mean by separating, okay, is it the actual action that's bothering me or is this just triggering an old experience that's making me feel insecure right now in this moment? Another example, um, because I see people post about it a lot, this idea that if somebody doesn't post you or brag about you on social media, they're not really rocking with you like that. They are trying to hide you for some reason. Again, something that at one point I truly believed. I felt like if you didn't post me, that means you didn't really like me that much. But after having to deal and dig through that, I realized I don't care about being posted on somebody's social media. I don't care if you brag about me. I don't care if you have a 10-page essay to explain to the world how much I matter to you. The issue isn't the lack of you posting me. The issue and where the insecurity comes from is having been with people who purposely went out of their way to omit me as a means to hurt my feelings. It developed insecurity in me that if you don't post me, it's because you want to still appear single. You want everybody else to think that you are available. It's because you're intending to hurt me. And that's not the case. So that's something else that I had to like deal with and dig through. It's like I'm letting behaviors that don't actually bother me rehash incidents where that behavior was meant and intended to hurt me. But it's, it's not the behavior that hurts. It's the memory of when somebody used it against me in order to chip away at me. And so that's been probably my biggest challenge and something I'm still working on is being able to say, okay, I have to separate what's happening right now versus what experience it's triggering that's making me feel the way I'm feeling right now. Because sometimes it's not even the situation at hand that's bothering me. It's not even, it's not the behavior or the lack of behavior that actually hurts me. It's at one point, what you're doing right now, somebody else did, but they did it to hurt me. And I'm reliving that right now. And it's not because I still care about that person. It's not because I still miss that person. It's not because I think about that person every day. It's just what you did reminded me of something that at one point was used in order to demean me and belittle me and make me feel less than. And I started to go back to that place. So that has been a challenge. It continues to be a challenge because, again, when you don't admit that you have insecurities, you don't realize you have them until something triggers them. And then now, boom, (laughs) now you're dealing with it right then, right there in that moment. Like, shit, I didn't even know that was sitting there, but it's here. What I'm going to do with it? And sometimes it's hard to catch it as it's happening. Sometimes 
I'll start feeling insecure and think that I'm justified in feeling insecure. And then it's not till later on after I done went through all my emotions, like, yo, you really blew that out of proportion. Like, you weren't even really upset about that. That didn't bother you. What bothered you was that it triggered an old experience and you tried to apply that to this situation. And this is not that situation. And you, sometimes you got to humble yourself and apologize and say, you know what? I'm sorry that I acted the way I did just now or that I came off the way that I did just now. That triggered me in a way that I didn't realize it would trigger me until it did. And that's okay. It's okay to apologize when you realize something triggered you. I feel like a lot of times when people talk about triggers, it's about, oh, don't do that. That triggers me. Okay, cool. Yes, but also why? (laughs) Some of it has to be about understanding, okay, that triggered me. Why did that trigger me? Is that a trigger that I can grow from? Is that something I can heal from? Because a lot of times a trigger is really highlighting something that you haven't healed yet. It's not, it may not even be that that thing bothers you, really. It's just that it reminds you of a time that wasn't a happy place. Um, and when I'm sitting here on my lunch break thinking about all this, I was like, you know, the part that really frustrates me sometimes about insecurities is that I have them. And they come from past experiences and people that I've dealt with. But those experiences and those people are long gone. I got rid of them. I outgrew them. But I'm holding on to that insecurity. And that's not fair. Because what that does is it allows an old situation, an old person who is long gone to still have control and still have a certain amount of power over you. And I and everyone else deserve to let that go. To reclaim your time. <laughs> to to take your power back. That person, that situation, it no longer matters. And if I got rid of that person or that situation because it was draining me, the next logical step is to get rid of the insecurities or any other negative emotions that I took from it. I got rid of you because I was dealing with this because of you, but I kept I kept the trauma. I need to get rid of that part too. I can't just get rid of the person or the entity or the being. I got to get rid of the reason why I got rid of you. The reason why I got rid of you was because you made me feel this way, but I'm keeping the feelings. That's not fair. It's not easy either. <laughs> I don't want to make it seem like this is like a simple thing to do or a simple process. It's definitely not. Like I said, a lot of times you don't even know you carrying something until something ignites it. And you're like, damn, didn't know that was there. Let's dissect that real fast. However, it is worth it and it is necessary to do. So I'm going to leave y'all with that <laughs> for right now. Um, again, I'm no expert. I'm not like an A plus student at this. This is definitely still something I'm working with. Definitely something I'm still 
um, practicing and trying to make a part of my everyday healing. But I just wanted to share that because I felt like it would resonate with somebody else. Hopefully it does. Um, But yeah, I'm sending y'all all the love, light, and peace. I hope you guys are having an amazing week thus far. Um, We just had a new moon. This moon is supposed to bring uh, a bunch of abundance and a lot of power as far as manifesting your wants, desires, dreams. So make sure that you are putting everything that you want out there so that it comes back to you. Put it out into the universe. It's going to come back to you tenfold. Make sure that you are vibrating high and that you are emitting the frequency of the things that you want to see happen in your life. Uh, it's already written what's meant for you. It's always going to be for you. So stay open, lean in, and move intentionally. I love y'all. And until next time, y'all spread love and love on each other. Care for each other, please. All right. Peace.